welcome to France. What happened here? Some questions don't have good answers. There's a lot of soldiers out there, and there's only four of us. Find out what's inside that compound. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. Today we are discussing Overlord 2018, directed by Julius Avery, written by Billy Ray and Mark L. Smith. They're known for uh, productions such as Shattered Glass, Captain Phillips, The Hunger Games, the Secret in Their Eyes. Um, Mark L. Smith is known for being a writer and producer. A writer on The Revenant, Vacancy, and uh, that's about all the ones I know. <laughs> um, so anyways, Overlord. Um, the director, Julius Avery. I... I haven't heard of this guy too much, you know. This is kind of a, a newer guy on the scene. He's directed some, uh, I think these are smaller films. Might be sort of indie. All I'm seeing is Matchbox, Little Man, Solvent, End of Town, The Tank. Like things I've never heard of before. Jerry Can, um, Son of a Gun. I don't even know if any of these have big stars in it. Okay, Ewan McGregor was in uh, Son of a Gun. Um, directed by Julius Avery. So, um, yeah, he's, he's kind of a newer guy on the scene for... Uh, uh, a director, interesting looking guy as well. Um, the thing about this movie, um, I, I like to talk about the marketing a lot, um, if it's pretty prominent. The marketing in this movie really kind of fucks up and does sort of a big spoiler, in my opinion. I think that um, the overall synopsis um, doesn't spoil it, so I'm gonna do that real quick, but for anyone that hasn't seen this and wants to see a twist on a World War II film, um, a, a sci-fi twist, then I think this is the movie for you. Um, a sci-fi horror twist is what I'd say. Um, but yeah, the, if you have not seen the marketing, if you have not seen the poster, I think that you should go ahead and see it. Basically, sci-fi, action, adventure, mystery, horror. Um, it's it, It's got a wide range, but I'm trying to be very broad if you haven't seen it. So that I want you to go check it out. Don't Google it or anything. Because I think this movie works so much better if you don't know the marketing and the premise behind it. So let me do the uh, synopsis real quick. A small group of American soldiers find horror behind en enemy lines on the eve of D-Day. And so... This is uh, starring Jovan Apedito, Apedito from uh, The Leftovers, who plays Boyce. Wyatt Russell, um, Kurt Russell and uh, Goldie Hawn's son, who plays Ford. Uh, 
Mathilda Oliver, Olivier. I'm sorry if I'm getting these wrong, these names. Uh, she plays Chloe. Um, they, she, all these actors did a, a very well, a very good job. Uh, the bad guy, exceptionally well. I didn't even recognize him. It's uh, Pilau Asbeck. Got the Asbeck. Um, who plays Waf, Wafner. And so um, anyone that's kind of confused about where we are at in the story, this is taking place in World War Two fighting Nazis. And so that's basically where we're at. This movie does an excellent job at um, bringing us as the viewer into a single day in the life of the eve of D-Day. I mean, Julius Avery did an excellent job bringing this, um, I think it was a $30 million budget um, to the screen, and $38 million. Um, and he utilized the hell out of it. Now, he uses it in all of the, the, the warfare, he uses it all in the action, and he uses it all in the sci-fi. And the one place I think it started to lack was in the writing. So, with uh, with saying that, there was talk about this movie possibly being a Cloverfield sequel. I know that there was two Cloverfields. The first one was, you know, the attack. First person uh, found footage attack. Second one was Clo 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um, and then third one was the one they released on Netflix, The Paradox. And... Um, they've, they've kind of fluctuated in how good they've been. I, I, I loved 10 Cloverfield Lane. I think it was one Cloverfield 10 Lane or 10 Cloverfield Lane. <laughs> um, but, uh, I think this, this movie could have done well if it was a Cloverfield sequel. I don't really know why Paramount decided not to do it, given this is, this is a J.J. Abrams production. And you can tell with the production value. I think that the production, the makeup, the, the... The, the, the technicals about this are all really, really good, in my opinion. It's the story, the writing, and... Um, the story and writing, in my opinion, comes off as slightly predictable. It's ragtag group of, you know, guys, and, you know, very similar to the steps in Predator, except they, they actually do it right in this, and they're not actually fighting a Predator. Um, they're fighting, you know, Nazis. Um, so, one more actor we had, John Magaro, who plays Tibbet. He's another uh, probably standout actor. But basically what you got is you got you got the the core, who is, you know, Wyatt Russell, who plays Ford. He plays in the hard, gruff type. We got the guy, that, the proxy for the audience, the guy that really doesn't want to be there, honestly. And uh, that's Boyce. Um, I think Boyce does an excellent job, and I'm I'm glad that we followed him. I, I actually, because of uh, Wyatt Russell's stern, um, stern uh, presence in the movie, it almost came off as too stern, and to the point where there wasn't any charisma being. Uh, there wasn't enough charisma and enough uh joyous joy 
joyous times uh, between the characters happening. Like, I thought this movie could have really helped with a dose of comedy, even though it's extremely difficult, it's, it's extremely dark and bleak, and they're in war, and, you know, people are getting blown up and shit and shot and everything else under the sun. I'm, uh, you know, a lot more happens to them. But um, I thought this really needed another punch-up of uh, just... Uh, dramatic levity because the entire time it is really it is bleak and it's dark and um, for the average person that doesn't see too much violence it's extremely violent um, let me see I have several le levels of the, the violence scale kind of goes up from I don't know what the ground zero would be maybe uh, let's say Netflix's Daredevil's Punisher. That's that's pretty violent, but it's not the most violent thing you ever seen. Then you get to Game of Thrones levels where it's kind of torturous and they but they have good violent uh scenes, you know, like blade action, um war scenes, and then the third scale would be like straight up Hannibal um levels of violence and that's just straight it's straight torture porn and just you know cutting people and hacking them up but that that was done on a, a superb level um it's it's not done just to be gratuitous to, to the violence um normally so back to overlord um i think i've said just about all i can in the spoiler free section because this is such a spoiler heavy movie even through the marketing that they fuck up um they spoil, in my opinion, they spoil the premise in the in the marketing, which would have led to a, a bigger ball dropping. So this movie is going to work for the a very niche um, audience, honestly. I, I'm very curious about why they greenlit such a high budget for, um, for not, mar for, they, they decide not to market this like hardly at all, in my opinion, and what they did didn't really make much sense and it wasn't appealing to... Uh, a large audience so it's like you, you, do you like war do you like mystery do you like sci-fi it's like hey you know it's 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 kind of a broad range and it's like it really narrows it down and i couldn't find too many female audiences that were uh aching for a war sci-fi uh mystery and like i'm using kelly as an example but try to get her to watch a little bit she she was not feeling it so the thing about Overlord is it has a very niche audience. Um, but with saying that, I enjoyed I enjoyed the hell out of it. It's a lot of fun. It's uh, definitely comparable to older films that were made in the '80s that um, I'm gonna refer to in a little bit. But once I once I say it, I feel like it's automatically a, a spoiler. Um, so anyone that you know likes world war Two with you know sci-fi niche um like like sci-fi niche uh i don't know sprinkled in in there you know um but it gets really intense and the action's really good ultimately i think i find it satisfying and they left it in a good place and um uh, i would recommend it like i said if you like all that shit <laughs> um so yeah let's um Let's hop back to, right before I go into the spoiler section, I thought the music, the sound, the, like, like I said, the technicals were all really good. 
was a little bit dark in some some scenes where it could have been just a tad brightened. Like I said, it's it's really um, it's really bleak in some time in some points. Um, but the suspense is up. The way the characters have to interact with each other, the way the, way the Nazis—they're extremely deplorable. There's um, there's scenes of real tension in this movie, and I um, I applaud it for that. And uh, it's one of the more unexpected gems of the fall, I would say, if uh, if I do say my so myself. Um, but yeah, this movie is not for everyone. Like uh, not not quite as polarizing as something like Mandy or something, you know. But um. Yeah, this is, it was still a fun action ride, in my opinion. So yeah, I'd, you know, rent it or check it out. I don't think you'd be disappointed. So let's uh, jump into the spoiler section. So this movie has been compared to Kurt Russell's The Thing. And so I wanted to dance around the fact that they're monsters, they're fucking zombies being created from uh from these experiments and stuff like that um it straight up goes full-on resident evil in some parts and that's toward the end but overall i thought this movie did a great job balancing the war aspect and flowing into the sci-fi aspect however i did feel the more grounded part was the the first half that was more like the saving private ryan uh, esque D Day Band of Brothers esque beginning, and it, it there's some traffic tracking shots of uh, following Boyce is just it's um, it's amazing. Um, Wyatt Russell um, definitely is channeling his inner Kurt Russell, and he's uh, trying to kind of have the same vibe that Kurt Russell's having with the thing and having to there there's there's almost shots that are similar that have to do with the thing. Um, in like, I just released a podcast featuring, you know, what happens in that, but there's, there's certain parts where, you know, people are being transformed by aliens and, um, and similar to that, this is happening with a serum and they're being transformed and it is, fucking traumatizing it's like holy shit and, and and they both have the same reaction basically him and his father in both movies are both like kill it with shoot it kill it with fire you know it's like get it get it the fuck out of here <laughs> um but yeah um the let me see i the i had a real problem with how predictable this movie was going to be after watch, I don't know if it's because I've started to watch and pay attention to more formulaic uh, signs in movies. You know, like oh, there's ragtag ragtag team of people. Everyone's got a stereotype, or you know, you got the Italian, you got the black guy, you got the Jewish guy, you got the uh, you got the tough guy, you got the white guy. You know, it's like you get all the different. Uh, you get the whole team together. The Predator really fucked it up with the ragtag team group this year, but I think this one did it. A lot better however I felt like I I could call what was gonna happen almost two minutes before it was gonna happen and that was a little disturbing in my opinion I don't know why it just felt so formulaic I was just like all right so uh, clearly the photographer is gonna get taken out by the Nazi the Nazi is gonna get injected with uh, you know the uh, serum the 
only way to defeat the, the Nazi is if you take the serum. And, and then eventually all hell blows up. And by the time I was thinking about it, I was like, Boyce is getting out of this. I, I, I just, why have such, uh, uh, they basically had the, the, uh, the main characters were split between Wyatt and Boyce's character. And while they did work together, I was just like, Wyatt's going to go. He's he's going to go. I was like, there's no way he's going to make it through this. Because Boyce was such an innocent presence in the movie. I was like, there's no way. he's not. He's, there's no way Boyce is going to get taken out. Because um, I just felt too on the nose of a formulaic movie. I don't know. I don't know if I wanted... Um, the Italian guy to get taken out. I knew the Italian guy was going to get shot saving that kid. I was like, except I thought he was actually going to get shot and they just half-assed it and then shot him in the shoulder and he's fine. I, I, this movie, um, needed one more right through. I think adding a little bit more comedy if they could, or either add a little bit more comedy or just drop, make it fucking crazy. You, you know, we're going to have to lose over half the team. And uh, other movies that have had ragtag team groups, um, that when the team goes down, I mean, you start to feel it. I mean, if if they've done the right dramatic levity and they, you know, you know what they're doing. Um, I'm not sure I understand. Oh, shut! Siri over here trying to jump in this conversation. Um, <laughs> uh, but what was I saying? The uh, the aspects that really just, they didn't, it became so predictable in some parts that I just, I, it wasn't irritating, but I was, okay, I know where you're going, so, um, that was one thing that was just, like, really irritating on, on one end, I was like, this is gonna happen, they're gonna bump into her, you know, I was just, with the exception of that, you know, the story, I was just like, it's, it's, it's really predictable. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's basically it. Overlord. I wasn't sure if I was going to get around to actually doing this podcast because it was kind of flown under the radar. I didn't hear anybody asking for it and not many people were discussing it and it's kind of during the holidays. So, uh, happy holidays to everyone. I hope everyone's, uh, if you're traveling, being safe, if you're shopping, being extra safe and getting those damn deals, you know what I'm saying? Get the deal, steal, bills, you know what I'm saying? And so, make sure that uh, you you know you're, you're uh, spending some quality time with uh, your folks or your friends or your family because um, this is a you know a special time and it only happens once a year. I mean, so why not? I mean, it, the, the quality time that you spend with your family is more important than the quality time you spend alone but if you enjoy your alone time then that's 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 just as good you know just uh make sure that you know you give your presence in both ends you know little little presence for them and a little presence for yourself you know so um thank you for listening to the lucky dog podcast if you like this podcast check us out on apple google play uh we're not on spotify but uh SoundCloud, every you know, all those uh, podcast apps, um, CastBox, we're even on that, if you like that. Uh, check us out, Lucky Dog Podcast. We just did a gaming podcast, Red Dead Redemption 2. 
we're about to drop a Fortnite, Fortnite podcast here, and uh, we also, we, we, we do tons of reviews of just, you know, whatever needs to be reviewed, you know what I'm saying, I mean, why not, uh, <laughs> if you're, you know, playing it, watching it, doing it, why not, you know, just give a little checkup, this is what's good, this is what's not, you know, uh, Titans, DC Titans, the mature DC Titans show, we are doing, uh, not, you know, full episodes on that, but we're checking it out here and there, letting you know if it's good or not, I mean, you're gonna have to pay for DC, you wanna know if it's good or not, right, um, Amazon Prime has the new Homecoming series featuring Julia Roberts and directed by Sam Esmail, we're doing an episode by episode breakdown, um, we have Bohemian Rhapsody, The Haunting of Hill House, Sharp Objects on HBO. We also have things like The Center on USA, you know, something a little bit more uh, closer to home. So, uh, <laughs> if that's closer to home, I'm not really sure how it is. But <laughs> uh, Eighth Grade by Bo, directed by Bo Burnham. We have we have all these podcasts. Check them out. Lucky Dog Podcasts. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have happy holidays. And you know what? Take it easy. What is this? A thousand year army. These thousand year soldiers. What do you do with those people?